today on Public Sector Marketing Automation Podcast. Everyone wants the interaction. No one wants the crisis. If you're going to prevent the crises in the future, or at least manage them better, you need to have the best possible information about who you're talking to. Welcome to the Public Sector Marketing Automation Insights Podcast. How government agencies can reduce costs and increase efficiencies, marketing results and customer experience by leveraging web analytics, marketing automation, and personalization. Advice and tips are provided from over 20 years of experience in digital marketing. And for today's show, here's your host, Dion Jones of Enotics. Welcome to the Marketing Automation Podcast. Today we have John O'Keefe from the Oracle Marketing Cloud, and John has brought a special guest with him. John, welcome to the podcast. Dion, great to be back with you. And uh, today I'm really excited. We got a special guest. David Shapinsky has worked for the federal government for more than 10 years at the Food and Drug Administration. He is also has a great history being a former ABC News producer, reporter, writer, and investigative journalist with experience working in public radio, streaming, webcasting, and television. And he's a historian to boot. And, and I'm really excited to jump into this. David, welcome to the podcast. Hey, John. It's great to be with you. And hello, Dion, too. Great. Yeah. Looking forward to talking to you. Now, one of the things, you know, we've gotten into a little bit offline is what's happening in today's government in in the communication departments of federal agencies and just the difference, right? You can be reached at any time. It's different than, you know, what it was 15, 20 years ago. You have to understand the golden word in government right now is infrastructure. You know, Joe Biden trying to get his infrastructure plan through. But you talked about a communication infrastructure. I thought that was so interesting how if it's not in place, people can get easily get swallowed up and criticized for doing their job. I'd love for you to just uh, expound on that a little bit. and We could get into some other topics off that. Well, I mean, I've been talking about this for probably quite a while. I mean, before I, I came to the federal government, but it's become a bigger challenge just because the volume and the speed with which we communicate. I will say that um, on the one hand, what I've witnessed is the federal government has, and for that matter, I think government's private sector A lot of investment has gone into uh, improving the way in which we communicate and being able to be more responsive. But the fundamental problem remains. It's fine to have dedicated people to respond to questions that may come in. It's fine to have systems that will examine things, but ultimately it's an infrastructure. Why is it useful to talk about it as an infrastructure? I've gone into situations where you had the most talented people. I've done this in government. I've done this in the private sector, nonprofits. You have really talented people. But ultimately, if, if you don't have kind of a common understanding of what your tools are, and obviously you need the tools, you can't get things done. And one of the most critical things has been throughout my entire career, who are you talking to? What are they hearing? Uh, what do they actually want to know? And what don't you know about where their head's at, what their concerns are, and so on. And you need to have that interaction in, all, in order to get that information. Yeah. So these are all goals, right, that you would think any organization, you know, even going back to when you first started the FCA, probably had that. You know, yeah, let, let's do that. Let's make that happen. Where have things fallen down? That's what I'm curious about. You know, where have the failures happened? 
I would say the biggest problems are when you have systems alone. I mean, you, you need a, a number of things to all come together. You need the, the awareness from leadership. Um, and I think that awareness is, is, has certainly grown. You need the resources of basically to invest in systems that, that will help give you the information you need when you need it. And you need the people. When you have a change, constant change, as we all have witnessed, I would say fundamentally, it's really a question of leadership. It's recognizing in order to have something that is not just going to work today, but it's going to work tomorrow, you have to invest. There are things that you need to do, and they're not always sexy. I mean, infrastructure, as you pointed out, John, it sounds really good now when the president is talking about it. Uh, everyone wants it. It's, you know, money, it's, it's uh, better roads and so on. But when we're, what we're talking about is not like the sexiest stuff. It's being able to collect data. Everyone wants the interaction. No one wants the crisis, right? But if you're going to prevent the crises in the future or at least manage them better, Mm -hmm. Um, you need to have the best possible information about who you're talking to, why you're talking to them, what they care about. And I think that that's, it's fundamentals, what all the different technologies do in terms of managing uh, interactions. They just make things faster, easier, better, if you have the people that can do them. These are all great points. And, and again, you get back to leadership, and I'm sure there's been some leaders you know, that, that are in worthwhile goals. Here's the qu- key question I think for me is like, where are the metrics, right? That this is working. I'm sure there's been some worthwhile efforts that maybe cost a lot of money that didn't succeed. But what are the metrics that say, you mentioned data, maybe it's, you know, giving people more time back, taking away the, some of the current issues. What are the real metrics you see that, that would say, hey, look, this is what we need. This is an infrastructure that would work. Dina and I, we talk to a lot of people, you know, we really have to push what we think they need, <laughs> you know, but that's okay. We can do that. But, you know, it's good for, you know, the, the other side to, to have some realization too, because things will move faster that way. Well, one thing I want, I want to say, uh, just, just a, a little caveat here. So as you mentioned, you know, I've, I've had a lot of hats <laughs> in my career and it's been, been great. So, you know, right now I am not speaking, um, the, the views I'm expressing are not FDA views. These are my own personal views and they are not representative of the, either the agency or, or the government in the United States. So just to be clear with of clear course, with that. There are certain common challenges that, that I have seen. There are people that get too crazy about the systems. Or there are people that get crazy about the systems, but then they leave. And then someone gets crazy about a different system <laughs> and then and the system gets replaced. This is not, not just a matter of, frankly, the kind of stuff that we're talking about. You know, it's true of a lot of things. We have a constant evolution. Change is happening so rapidly. I think you're familiar with those videos that come out, or at least they used to come out every year or so. Shift happens. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and the compression. We have to make decisions much faster. While we're making those decisions, and this is true of the public sector, private sector, nonprofits, everything, while we are doing our jobs, we are also having to build infrastructures. 
while we're doing our jobs, we are also having to deal with crises that were not anticipated. And we need to look ahead at the, the new technologies that are reshaping everything that we're doing. You know, the AIs, the, the new data platforms, and, and so on. The first step in achieving sanity is recognizing where we are and the obstacles that we face. The next step, I think, is recognizing some of the things that can, instead of helping us, uh, create problems. I think it's great for us to understand the technology that we already have and then figure out, based on, on that, what is the technology that we need. But then even beyond that, and John, I think you know this very, very well, basically, what's the goal? What are we trying to achieve? And, and one of the things that I've been impressed in, uh, about in conversations with you is, is your desire to really understand what it is, you know, whoever is looking for, for help to better engage their stakeholders or their, their yeah. audiences. You want to understand those audiences. You want to understand the problems. That is fundamental. Yeah, so it's interesting you said that, David. I mean, when I look at the government, and, and one of my interests in getting into this, you know, and, and switching over to w- what it really marketing automation is green, and you know, we are Dion is really a leader too in in kind of teaching how government can use these tools effectively. But to me, ex- what excited me was what does government have in spades? They have access to data, right? They they can reach people, right? They're getting people. They can communicate with people. People want to hear from them. They have great services, right? I think what we've been challenged with, Dan and I, is is saying marketing. Oh, okay, marketing. We don't need marketing. We're not selling anything. Well, in fact, you know, and we've talked about this, Dave, is like, you know, in actuality, there's there's a lot of great services, incredible services that just need to get into the right hands. And, you know, it's important for government to show that people are using those services. So to me, that's where we, we've always been like, wow. And I think, you know, Dion with the General Services Administration, right, has helped them harness what they have. And he's built that infrastructure. And now they have a situation where they're not in the weeds trying to respond to everybody and transferring data back and forth from systems that weren't integrated before. They're, they're able to think, to use their brains because the infrastructure is there. And so that's the kind of the model we've been trying to replicate. But I think that that's where we're still fighting the battle, David, of do we need this? Do we need marketing tools? You know, is that really us? You know, are we sales organizations? You know, that's kind of what, you know, Dion and I fight with Oracle is just, you know, getting the literature together that speaks more to this communication automation versus versus marketing automation. What do you think about the perception when you talk about tools, communication, marketing automation tools? Is that do we have a perception problem in the federal government? First of all, I I think what is uh, a real positive is that since I have, you know, gotten to into the government, I, I've seen the attitudes and the perceptions and the awareness uh, about the kinds of things that we're talking about change significantly. I think the people that are, that I've run into that I've worked with, particularly on the communication side, I mean, there's there's just a lot of very smart professionals. Typically, we divide communications. That's over there. Then you've got engagement or stakeholder interactions. That's over there. Then you've got the policy, and that's over there. 
I think that given the compression of time, the fact that everything has to happen lots, lots more quickly, what you see increasingly is a closer interrelationship. There's more interaction. There has to be. However it's done, it could be done in a m- many ways. And there are people much smarter than me at the higher levels who are, who are managing this. But I mention that because, you know, fundamentally, we are talking about a shift, a shift in, in, in perception. Why do we need better data, better understanding of communications? It is not just for the purposes of communications. It's not just because we want to send a better press release to someone. We want to understand what's going on. I worked on something, and, and what it was really doesn't matter that much, but it, was, it had to do with just some, some new sort of decisions policy that the agency was, was rolling out. Fundamentally, what we needed to understand was, you know, what were people already thinking? What, what were they already understanding about where the agency stood on and why is why did we need to know that? It wasn't just because we wanted to be able to reach them in, in the, the marketing space or the public space. Right. We wanted we wanted to make sure that we were addressing concerns and questions that they had because they were relevant to the actual implementation of potential policy down the road. What we're always dealing with is this uh, separation between these things, but they're not really separated. There's there's a lot of overlap. The good news is I think that that is being seen, and there are a lot of smart people who are doing their best to manage that. But we're we're not all the way there. And and again, it does come back to the infrastructure. If we get better infrastructures in place, and and if we get infrastructures that can adjust, that are scalable, that can expand and be made to. Um, again, adjust to the the different changes that are going to happen. Um, And none of us can foresee that. But the more agile we are, the better. And so it's having that fundamental infrastructure. It's building a better understanding of why we have it. And then it's not just about communications per se, but about supporting uh, a larger uh, effort to help people, educate people, um, make the world a better place. I mean, Exactly. You know, I think you hit the nail on the head with the data side of this is like, that's the part really, the more I, I talk about this stuff, it's like, the, you know, you have Eloqua, we sell and, you know, there's other marketing automation tools out there. Obviously we think ours is the best, but marketing automation is, is great and the time saving and all that stuff. But yeah, the, the real value becomes the data source that you build, right? And it's it's dynamic. It's it's not as you know, it feeds into a CRM system because you know you're always updating it, and, and and you can sit back and learn from that data source, and that's where the real gold comes from, right? And you know, to your point, you know, how do we make the shift? You know, what we're seeing is younger people getting into positions that want to do something, but I think they're fighting the old guard, you know, kind of to get decision through, but, but what's going to be the tipping point? Do you think that we can really, you know, get this going? Are there certain examples that, you know, if, if certain places adopt, adopt this way of life, that this, this way of communicating, it could be a game changer. Do you see anything like that? Like what would be the tipping point to, to, to get this. We, we feel like it's there. We feel like there's a real need for it. We've proved it. But how can we, you know, kind of get, get the masses on board? <laughs> Probably um, would be in a different position if I had the answer to that. But, uh, <laughs> right. Uh, uh, but I love what I do. I would say there are tipping points, there are inflection points. 
I often think that if you look at what the the White House, you know, what 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 the the, the higher level agencies, the GSA, what you know, the, the agencies that are they're really both in the in the middle of technology and have the resources and and have to deal on a, a real time basis, you begin to see the things that are happening. I mean, years ago when you know the Obama administration was in place, they were doing just amazing uh, stuff and they were experimenting and piloting and so on. Mm-hmm. I think I think that as you watch what is happening in the agencies, you begin to see you know the direction. I will say that the younger folks that, that you're talking about, they get it. I will also say that there are a number of, of older folks who um, are right in it with them and um, and are have made you know significant contributions to getting the right uh, folks because it's it's not just about you know the the system. It's about the people. All of these different ingredients. And the other thing I will say is that don't forget the cost pressures. There's always the need, and this is, again, it's not just true of the federal government. There, there's always this sort of trade-off between getting the best system, or it's, sometimes it's hard to tell what that is, but um, you know, there's always the, the, the potential or the, the, the pressure to get something that might not be as expensive. That's why it's so important that folks think about two things. One is what is fundamentally the goal? This is that. This is like old stuff. This, <laughs> yeah. this, this that, is, that 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 point never goes away. It never it? never goes away. <laughs> um, the second is what what you said, John, um, um, and it's core to everything that, that you've talked about is is data. You know, it, it's like, are you going to get the data you want? And aside from that, are you going to be able to, let's say, you know add data, subtract data, refine data. I mean, the more flexible that the system is, the, the better, you know, right. because there's like so many different lists of people and, and organizations that we all need to communicate. And there's little tasks that, that can end up taking a lot of time. And then that takes time away from what you really want to do. Again, data. And then the ability to analyze the data and how fast can you analyze the data? You know, what tools do you have that are built in to analyze the data? And for that matter, you know, John, I I want you to tell me what do you see 10 years down the road? You know, I mean, what's this all going to look like? Because if if I'm going to buy a system today, I don't want to buy a system that only works for two years. I want to buy something that's going to expand change over time. David's great questions where the cloud comes in, right? And that's what people say, what's cloud? Well, cloud is the fact that you don't have this technology on your premises, right? You don't have to do updates yourself, your IT team, right? That's taken care of by your vendor. And you know, you talk about a, a, a platform like Eloqua and really anything with Oracle, you're, you know, you're seeing an update every quarter, right? Into into technology and the change. But again, we're led by customers. And, you know, to the extent that we more involve the public sector, right, you know, we could start shaping our technology a little bit more towards them. And I, I think it's 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 there right now. I think one of the things you said is like getting people to realize the value of the data. That's kind of where we are, too. It's like getting them to understand like that this is 
a two-pronged process. You're, you're going to be able to communicate and build an infrastructure to do that and save time. You're going to have this like gold on your market that's just going to keep growing and growing and growing. You know, that's an important thing we keep pushing. But it's interesting you said about certain agencies leading the way, the GSA, maybe the White House. Uh, maybe those are the people that could tip this thing, which is encouraging. <laughs> but yeah, David, this has been great. That was Perfect. great, David. And I, I definitely agree that it really circles or surrounds customer experience or user experience, vendor experience. But the key word is experience. If everyone understands the goal is rolling up to experience and then what data supports that experience being delivered. And if that installs what is called a culture and that agency or group or team, I think that is something that transcends the technology and goes across different positions. And it continues as people move in and out you know, of that particular agency. So I uh, definitely on board with what you're saying for sure. Yeah, it's interesting. We said about the leaders, we're actually having a situation. Dion and Enotics have been working with the GSA. We're, we work there already in, a, in one of their contracting division, FAS. But it's interesting you said that that could be a a uh, example for the rest of the government. Um, we're sort of feeling that that could be the case, <laughs> but you know, because they're talking about major expansion across the agency for Eloqua, which uh, maybe that is a tipping point <laughs> we can lead to. One of the things that that's happening, um, and Dion probably knows this as well as so, I mean, there there certainly seems to be more conversation about enterprise wide. But what that means is, I mean, we have multiple agencies and. Um, there are a lot of different systems that the different agencies have, some of which they have to have. I mean, the Pentagon, for example, has specific needs and we're dealing with secure cybersecurity issues. I mean, all of this stuff yeah. is much more complicated. I mean, there's IT approvals, there's data things. What I would say is that the folks that are dealing with this stuff now, the tech people, the communications people, there are some of the most talented people in, in the federal government dealing with these issues. And they, and they understand the urgency of them. And they have they certainly have a vision of them. I'm not saying they're all great. I'm just saying that I've seen a lot of really good people. They're, they're not just dealing with this issue. They're dealing with a bunch of other issues. So it always comes down to, yeah. you know, what, 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 can, what can they get done versus what they, what they imagine. I think we're seeing the same thing. It's not a bunch of people that are, don't want to do this, that don't think they need it. There's a lot of people pushing for it now, but, but you're right. They're fighting a lot of, it's different, right? There's a lot of uh, security concerns that the private sector has to deal with and different certifications, technologies. And I can tell you stuff, on so. different kinds of technology and different kinds of issues, I have fought the battle and I've even come close to winning the battle and then I've lost the war. So, um, Interesting. you know, we are in a, much, much, much better place. I mean, like we are, we are so much farther along than we used to be. And I, I think that in the next four years, and again, I don't know specifically about your specific niche, but, um, but I think in general, when it comes to technology and how we use technology and data, I would expect some, some leaps in the next four years. That's it for today's episode. If you want more information about Enotics and our marketing automation integrations, go to enotics.com. That's E-N-A-U-T-I-C-S.com. Also, if you'd like to suggest a topic or a challenge you're facing with public sector marketing automation, email us at questions at enotics.com and we will answer it in an upcoming podcast. 
Thank you for listening and tune in next time. We appreciate you joining us for this session of Public Sector Marketing Automation Insights. Be sure to review and subscribe to this podcast. Visit enautics.com for more resources based on today's topic.